0: Good morning. Welcome to First Cup 633, the podcast that will take us on a journey to start the day with Jesus and make him first priority in every aspect of our lives. Matthew 633 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. I'm Elder Shayla Payne. Grab yourself a cup of whatever your favorite morning beverage is and let's get started. So today I've kind of entitled this podcast, um, Speak Up. Initially, I was leaning towards use the voice that God gave you, but I think those both kind of coincide with what um, God gave me to speak about on today. Um, Growing up in the town of Abbeville, the parish seat of a million parish, I struggled with assessments of my voice. Um, At times I thought, that I was too soft-spoken and quiet, and then there were those times when I would have these moments of maybe ex- over-expressing myself a little bit too loudly or um, over-expressing myself a little bit too much. Um, even as I became an adult, I think um, my expressions, or should I say, the language that I used um, at times, was just a little bit too much. But nevertheless, as I grew older, the struggle with my voice um the first time that i heard myself recorded on a cassette um yes i know that kind of gives away how old i am it was on a cassette tape i shrieked at the sound of my voice i shrieked at the way that i sound um honestly i hated the way that i sounded and i like moses um we're going to see in the scripture that we'll be drinking from on today thought that my mouth and my tongue were sluggish and that my and my insecurities um, with how I sound became increasingly stronger as I began to grow up and and come into uh, myself as you would speak as we would say but let's look at The fourth chapter of Exodus, verses 10 and 11. Um, It reads, But Moses replied to the Lord, Please, Lord, I have never been eloquent, either in the past or recently, or since you have been speaking to your servant, because my mouth and my tongue are sluggish. And then listen to this. I mean, God has this awesome clapback game. The Lord said to him, Who placed a mouth on humans? Who makes a person mute or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, this is verse 12. Now go, I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. Um, Later on kind of in my life when others began to realize that I had this singing voice, And they would soon start asking me to lead songs in church. That insecurity with my own voice would literally send me into panic and anxiety attacks. I mean, I think I became aware early on in my life that God was tugging on my heart and was calling me to do something greater than what I could ever possibly imagine or even wanted to imagine but the thought of God using my voice would literally flip my stomach upside down and send my nerves into overdrive. Like I would um, have these moments where I would freak out when I was asked to speak um, publicly or even at times speaking privately amongst people. Um, I, I I just had this real issue with the way that I sounded. And um, I can remember as a little girl, um, one of the very first times that I was asked to do something in church, I remember standing at the mic and literally I burst into tears crying because I was experiencing all of this anxiety because of the fact that I just did not like the way that I sounded. And maybe that was some type of adolescent moment that I was having or some type of childhood moment that, you know, many children experience because um, I know that a couple of my children have also um, had moments at times in their lives where, you know, they felt a little insecure about the way that they sound as well. But much like Moses probably felt that day when God chose him to ultimately be the leader who would lead the children of Israel out of Egypt, um, God had called Moses Um, He had answered his questions. He had given him the words to speak to Israel, and God explained his plan and foretold what would happen. He even gave Moses miraculous signs to perform. Yet, Moses still resisted God's call. Despite God revealing himself as, I am, Moses focused on who He was instead of who God was. Twice in verse 10, Moses says, I am not eloquent. I am slow of speech and of tongue. His eyes were fixed on his limitations and he goes so far as to blatantly ask God to send someone else. And how often do we do that? How often does God call us to do something or or ask us to do something? And we start to focus on our own selves. We start to focus on our own limitations. We start to focus on our insecurities and all of the reasons why we can't do what God is calling us to do or all of the reasons why we feel like we're not equipped to do what God is calling us to do. Why is it that when when God, the creator, the one who made us, the one who purposed us, calls on us to do something. We go into these moments of of feeling like we are ill-equipped or feeling like we couldn't possibly do what he ha- is calling us to do. You know, it's this uh, preconceived perception that we have of ourselves. And I think for a lot of us, it goes all the way back to our childhood and the, the, the voices that we have around us and the, the people that we have around us. Um, I've often said that, you know, uh, one of the main things that I tried to do in raising and rearing my own children is to continually affirm to them that they were awesome that they were um that god had such a plan for their lives that god could use them in any capacity that he um had preordained for them or predestined for them and that they were um awesome kids and 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 they were very talented and gifted and i tried my best to affirm them of of everything about them that i believe that god wanted to use in them um surprisingly someone who's right now admitting that she was insecure about her own voice yeah and imagine that and so I tried my best not to um let my insecurities uh be pushed off onto my children and so um I thought it was so important for me to continuously affirm to them that their voices mattered that they um that they were uh their voices meant something you know that they didn't have to uh Cower down and, and, and feel like that they they couldn't be heard so to speak, and so um yeah we're so we see where Moses is having this moment with God and he. He, he fixes his eyes on his limitations and he, he goes so far as to blatantly ask God to send somebody else, right? And and we've done that. We've, we've had these moments where we I've had, I'll admit, I've had these moments where I have been like, are you serious, God? Like, you want me to do that? You want me to say that? Like, really? You know, I've had moments where God has told me to do something and then I've had to like gain this build this momentum or, or 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 almost motivate and encourage my own self before i actually step out and do the thing that he was calling me to do and it it's not always big stuff some of it was just really small things you know to me anyway um that he was asking me to do and and i'm having these moments where i'm having to uh build my own uh momentum up or so or have motivational um uh, speeches like I'm uh, at a football game surrounded with my football team mates and we're trying to encourage each other and build each other up and get ready and boost each other's morale so we can go out and defeat this uh, the, the, the defeat our, our opponents in this game and so I'm having this these moments where I'm trying to build and, and, and boost myself and build my, my own um, esteem up so to speak and God really 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 had to Uh, begin to deal with me as it pertains to my voice and as it pertains to the call that he has on my life and um god has now given this these uh uh this these miraculous signs so to speak to moses and moses is still having this moment where he is Um, thinking more about his limitations and thinking more about why he can't do what God is calling him to do and and his and and blatantly asking God to send somebody else now God hasn't given me any miraculous signs to perform but he has definitely in his own divine supernatural way confirmed that he wants to use my voice and honestly it's been absolutely amazing. Amazing how he has over and over again used moments in my life and situations and circumstances of those connected to me as a catalyst, so to speak, to pull that insecurity with my own voice out of me. But here's the thing. Like Moses, our insecurities can cause us to retreat from God's plans instead of advancing in faith. Listen, I think I'm going to say that again. Our insecurities can cause us to retreat from God's plans instead of advancing in faith. We cannot make the mistake of trying to elevate our role in God's plan. There are many scholars who believe that Moses may have elevated his role in God's process because he assumed he was to be Israel's deliverer. Yet God never asked Moses to deliver Israel. God would be the deliverer. Moses was only the messenger. And when we elevate ourselves to be a central role in God's process, we'll begin to look inward to our own ability and always come up short. We must not forget that God is not only with us, but he is in us. God promised Moses time and time again that he would be with him and that he would give him the words to say. And because of Jesus, we not only have the promise that God is with us, but we also have the gift of the Holy Spirit. God's presence living in us and working through us. As Paul reminded Timothy, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Here's the thing, you may feel like you're unqualified to be that pastor, unqualified to be that leader, unqualified to be that CEO or that COO or that manager or that teacher or that supervisor or whatever it is that God has called you to do. But when you're faced with a mission, that you feel underqualified to handle. Remember, it's not about who I am or who you are. It's always about I am or rather who God is. There are countless examples of God calling someone and then equipping them with everything they need to accomplish the call. In fact, I'm a firm believer that if god calls you to something he's already equipped you for it he's already given you the 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 voice that you're going to need for the people that he has assigned to you i often tell the women in um, my ministry group that um, uh, sometimes when i have multiple speakers throughout the month it's because i know that everyone in my group may not be assigned to my voice. I know that God may have someone else assigned, someone else's voice assigned to those specific people. And so I, I have to realize, and we have to know that whatever God has called us to. He has equipped us for it and that everybody is not assigned to us. Everyone is not assigned to our voice. I once heard someone say that I'm called to somebody's. I'm not called to everybody. Right? Let me say this. Thank you to each and every one of you that has joined me over the last few weeks here on First Cup 633. Guess what? We're celebrating 100 plays in less than a month, and we're believing God for 100 more, even thousands, as He continues to use my voice to proclaim His glory and spread His gospel to the world. I am humbled. I am grateful. And still, just a little bit nervous too. Whatever our voice, loud or quiet, gentle or strong, academic or practical, God will use us to reach the hearts of His people, to reach the hearts of His children. He's not limited by our abilities or lack thereof. And we can't compare the voice that He's given us to that of others. For He made each of us for a purpose, and He will fulfill His purposes in us. Speak up, cry loud, and spare not. Grace and peace. Thank you for listening to Connect with Sin for the Women or SFW Ministries, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can visit us on our website at www.sinforthewomenministries.org. Join us again tomorrow. Grace and peace to all of you.